Hi, this is a, this is Dr. Uh, Baker J. Baker, uh, known as Dr. B, Apostle Baker, whatever, all of those things. And I want to welcome you to the Tell It Like It Really Is program. And tonight we're going to talk about something that uh, I've been talking about and something that is I, I think is very important. And <clears throat> let me let me quote, let me start with this. You can love people or think you love people or have a love, but still walk in a place of uh, dishonor, uh, lack of respect, lack of uh, walking in contempt, familiarity and uh, expectations. And we're going to talk about that tonight. You know, my doctorates are in psychology. And one of the things that I found out uh, when I was going through school, is that the Lord let me know, I want you to strain everything that I'm going to give to you. I want you to strain it through my word. Uh, all of the different classes, all of the different schoolings, everything is to be strained through my word. And if you can't find it in my word, I want you to forget it as far as practice goes. And so I've walked as closely to that as I possibly could. I don't use a lot of uh, psychological jargon. I don't use a lot of uh, diagnoses. I don't pre-diagnose people. I don't do all of those things. I don't use all of the DSM words and all of the buzzwords and uh, go to, you know, as people go to Google, I've seen many people destroy it because what happens is they go to Google or they go to Med Doctor or whatever it is, you know, psychology today, they go to all of these different places and they get these symptoms. And what happens is this, is then they decide this is who I am, not is what's trying to get on me, but this is who I am. And this is uh, what the professionals, this is what the experts say. And so then what happens is that they walk and they live in a life of that, which that life is not their true life. And they forget, they say, I believe in the Lord, and they pray in tongues, they, uh, they, they, they read the Bible, they know the Bible backwards and forwards, they can quote it to you, they can tell you where everything is, they can go through all this. It's a form of godliness, but denying the power of who he is. Recently, I had the privilege and the honor of one of my kids being totally honest with me and let me know that they had lived in a place of contempt for me and mockery for me. And I first thing I did was I looked and I thought about that and I'm saying, okay, my feelings are not hurt behind this, but what can I do to help this child? What can I do to assist them not to be in this place? Not only so that their prayers can be answered, but so that they can love themselves, so that they can see themselves, so that they can love their mates, so that they can uh, love their children, so that they can walk in what it is. and. I had two other people and um, they heard the whole, they heard the thing. And so I went to them. One is a minister and the other one is, is being uh, thought about for that and waiting for God to tell me what to do. And I went to them and I put this out and I said, what is it that I should do? This is a part of training. Do you understand everything that I do with people? It's really a part of training. The Bible says to train up the children in the way that they should go. And when they're older, they will not depart from that. Well, uh, give me scripture. Show me what it is that I should do. And one of them brought up the scripture. And uh, it was, if you know that you're, someone has ought against you, you need to go to them, leave your offering, go to them and, and reconcile. 
And I said, okay, this is good. And the other one, uh, uh, that, that was the scripture that I was to use. And so what happened is I went and uh, I talked to this child of mine and, and, and said, uh, what can I do to help you? All right. Because it wasn't about me. It really didn't matter to me one way or the other, except it was destructive to that person. And um, I know that I had not um, uh, withheld love. I had not withheld any of those things. And so I was asking the Lord and they said they didn't know. They wanted to find out how can you help me and whatever and what the problem is. Well, God immediately gave me the problem. Number one is this. When you don't want instructions, when you don't want discipline, when you don't want um, uh, correction, then you get into a place of familiarity. What you do is you take the person from being that uh, uh, spiritual aspect in your life or that authority uh, by God's standards in your life or that 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 person uh, with with. Uh, the position that God has placed in their life and you take them and you put them into another place. Well, you know, uh, this, these words, I kind of looked the words up. Let me, let me go to the dictionary and see if I can find it for you because there were two words. One was contempt and the other one was, I think it was mockery. I'm not sure. Um, but it, it came out as, as, um, it, it kind of came out the same way. Um, uh, I wish I could remember that word, but it's just, it's it's going from me. So you can see how deep it was stuck in me. Uh, <laughs> and I even had to remember this one, but it was one of the things that God wants us to talk about. And I kind of talked about it. Um, I'll be talking about it on my program because I'm going to ask one of the um, um, MPT. See, I'm able to spell. Okay, this word is an act, uh, um, an act of despising, in um, the act of viewing or considering or treating as mean, vile, and worthless. Disdain. Oh, the word. The other word was disdain. I think it was hatred, or what? Uh, what is? Uh, what is meant, meant by um, indeed vile? This word is one of the strongest expressions of a mean opinion, which uh, the language allows. Nothing says Lanzoom's uh, great. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm reading this. In other words, the, it, it's, a, it's a place of despising. And that, I think that may have been the other word. But one of the things of it is, is this. When you get in that position, it's really turned inward. It's looking at who you are. And when you look at who you are and how it is that you really think and feel about yourself, then that contempt and that that uh, um, that 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 hatred, that mockery. I, the other word I think it was was mockery, making fun of. Let's go to that word anyway. Um, if it wasn't mockery, it. Um, it was close to it. No, it wasn't mockery. Uh, the act of um, uh, is ridicule. It, it's it's making fun of. It's it's mimicking. It, it's 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 that kind of a thing. And so what happens is this in this person's life. What what's happened and what's going on there is is the fact that 
I don't want to be disciplined. I don't want to be corrected. I want to always have a face that makes it seem as if everything is right. And what happens is this, we're listening to the wrong script. The adversary has a has a, 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 a point. The adversary has a, a job. The adversary has it so that he is saying this, I'm going to put ideas and thoughts in your head. And the ideas and the thoughts that I put in your head are going to come against the one that has the answer for you. When you start to feeling this way about people, those are the people that have the answer for you. When I first came into the things of God, God put me around people that had didn't have the greatest of morals, didn't have the greatest of, uh, definitely didn't care about me, didn't like me or whatever it is. But he let me know, I want you to stay here. I want you to go through what's necessary for you to go through so that I can bring you out on the other side. And when you come out on the other side, you will understand what it is that's in you and who it is that you're to help. Uh, you you know, the Shawshank Redemption, I remember, and that's one of my favorite movies. Here it is, this guy went through, he, 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 he got himself together. He went through this tunnel with all of this refuge, with all of this garbage, with all of this feces, with all of this stuff. This is where everybody's stuff from the whole prison went. And he had to walk through that. Can you imagine just the endurance of smelling that? I mean, that would have been enough to make somebody fall out and, and, and just die in that mess. But he did not. He persevered. He went through. He had one picture on his mind and that picture was Zewat Nail. And when he got to the end of that tunnel and when he was able to kick that tunnel out, he came out on the other side and understand this. This is Zewat Nail. This is the, this is, uh, uh, Mexico. This is the place where the sun is shining and all of that. But God had rain for him. God had something for him to be able to wash, to be able to be clean, to be able to do what was necessary for him to do. Understand this, anybody and everybody that God allows to have in your life, they have a purpose. Even those that come in, those are rotten people that come into your life. They have a purpose for you to be able to discern between good and evil. You know, there's many times, many times I, 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 I watch and I study uh, 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 about uh, predators and different predatory situations and, and, and all of that. But in each and every one of those situations, a, a man or a woman of God or a son of God, here it is. We are supposed to be able to look into the eyes of people and ask God, show me, show me what, show me what's happening. Show me what's going on. Show me what this person is about. Don't let me be tricked. Okay. I, Personally, I went through something when I got married. Here it is. I'm saying, God, uh, this man don't seem to be everything that I wanted him to be or everything that was on this list or everything that was there. I knew I married. I married and I did not make a mistake. I made, I, I moved into it prematurely. But the thing of it was is this. You can look into people's eyes. I remember other people that came into my life and I'm looking in their eyes and I'm saying, uh-uh, no way, no way, no way. There's too many demons in you. There is too much demonic stuff going on in you. So I was able to discern. Why is that? Because I didn't prejudge. I did not prejudge. When you have it where you have someone that you have decided how they're supposed to act, how they're supposed to be with you, excuse me. What it is that they're to do in your life, what it is that they're not to do. You have your pre, you, you have your preset 
perimeters for those people. They will always disappoint you. They will never uh, uh, measure up or measure down to what it is that you want them to be. They will walk in things that's going to 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 uh, that's going to rattle you. The Bible says that we are to be in the body, iron sharpening iron. A parent is never going to be pleasing to a child all the time. A child is never going to be pleasing to a parent all the time. I look at my bio, my biologicals and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking they they have they have worked my last nerve. And the Lord let me know that that was a good thing because I didn't need those nerves to be so active in the first place that I needed to be able to realize that they were just a sample of the different people that he was going to send me. Lonzine is a sample of the people that's going to send me those intellectual, those, those, um, uh, those intellectual, those continuing thinking, those continuing talking. She's been talking all of her life. She started to talk when she was a little bitty baby. I think she talked, she talked and she was able to read. And when she started to read, she talked even the more, but she has something to say now. She has something to say. She practiced it on me all of those years. And now she actually has something to say. Her reading was something that I'm thinking, my God, I got to read a little, little bit so I can keep up with this child so that she does not surpass me in, in, in being able to help her to get to where it is that she's going to get to. And even as an unborn again person, I thought this way. Juanito was a trial on me. My God, my God. He was more like me and is more like me than any of my children. He did not like to read, did not like to go to school, did not like to do any of those things. He did not like to learn or was not learning the way that people normally learn. They did not have what it was that he needed to help him get through it, but he was streetwise. He got to whatever it was. He was more like me than any of them, but he tried my last nerve because he lied more than I could have ever lied. And that lion just bothered me. I mean, you know, he bothered me so much with that lion. Uh, and this was all before Christ uh, that I tried to hang him and his brothers, his sisters uh, helped him. And I'm so glad they did today. But uh, and then his sister and then the other one, Eileen. Here it is. She is. She was. She. I didn't realize how sneaky Eileen was until now. I'm listening to some of the stories and things that they tell. Here's my sweet little baby. But then one of the days that she did, she went to the store and she and her friend Hazel stole something out of the store. And I wanted to beat her to high heaven. The police brought her, and I said she didn't have no reason to steal. Not not Eileen. Eileen didn't steal nothing. And uh, yes, she did steal. Yes, she did. She and Hazel both stole. And but she didn't steal anymore after that time. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but that didn't really matter. She didn't steal anymore after then. And then God had given me Belinda and given me Damon. And Damon, uh, this big tall thing, here it is. He thought he was bad. Uh, 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 he and Juanito breaking walls and doing all of these things and then setting pictures and things on top of them, making it seem as if I'm so stupid. I don't know. They, uh, we just clean the house and re reorganize things. You can't reorganize something. There's a hole behind there and you're going to fix that hole. You will fix that hole. Here it is. He said, I don't think I want to do that, mommy. I don't think I want to do that. Excuse me. Are you, I, I'm not going to tell you what I asked him and how it was that I asked him. I told you it was pre-Jesus. Anyway, here it is. He says, uh, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, 
uh, I had a baseball bat. He says baseball bats uh, can't turn corners. I say, oh, I know. I had a gun, whatever it was. I had a gun. And I, he said to me, bullets can't turn corners. I said, no, but baseball bats can break knees. And when you take your behind to sleep tonight, you will have some broken knees. And when mommy, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, and then they went out and talked about how crazy their mommy was. And then Belinda, who was sneaky and, 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 and all of that, she and Lanzine and, and all of these things, all of these kids, all of these, these are my biologicals. Uh, Belinda is my brother's daughter. Uh, whom I adopted. Damon is my sister's son, whom I adopted. They were always there. They were there. They were there a lot. But what I'm saying is this, these kids, these people, these young people, they saved my life. Why did they save my life? Because I had to be sane for them. Life meant more to me. Their life meant more to me than my life meant. That didn't mean that I didn't stop drinking and doing drugs and doing all them kind of things. No, because I had to take care of them. So I did what it was that I needed to do to hook and crook to be able to do what it was while still going to school, while still working, while still doing all the things that was necessary. Why is that? Because they were supposed to have a better life. Even unsaved people want their kids to have a better life. So you think that when people come into the kingdom of God and God gives them spiritual children or children that uh, by the spirit, because anything that is spiritual must happen and must manifest itself in the natural. You think that he's going to give you these and they're not going to test you and try you. And that you think that he is going to give you somebody that you don't love with all your heart, all, all, all of this loving and receiving his love and loving God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength and your children and your neighbors and all of these things as yourself as receiving that kind of love that he has for us, the kind of love that God has for us. And then you get these people, you get all of these children that he gives you, you know, he gives you a crystal light. He gives you a Nicole. He gives you all of these different kinds of people, gives you an Alfred, gives you all of these different kinds of challenges, just challenges, you know, where here it is, you have to learn to discipline and to correct and to turn each of them differently. And then they go into themselves, you know, they go into their acting. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I, you know, they go into all, <laughs> all of this stuff, which is funny. Uh, why am I talking about this? Because I'm talking about honor. I'm talking about contempt. I'm talking about mockery. I'm talking about the things that the difference between God and the devil, God and the other kingdom, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness wants you to walk in contempt, wants you to walk in mockery, wants you to walk in, in, in ways that, that does not give grace. You want grace, so you must give grace. I want grace. I want the grace of God to, to uh, cut off those areas in me that don't look like him. And in order to do that, I have to have correction. I get correction from uh, uh, many of the people that I work with, uh, uh, Apostle Cal and Apostle Eddie and, and McGee and, and uh, 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 Apostle, uh, Prophet Andrew and different people that are in my life. It used to be Geraldine Armstrong. Uh, Apostle Dr. Geraldine Armstrong and different kinds of people, even Raymond, uh, uh, Raymond DeRoe, many people that God has placed in my life. All of these different things, Bob Denning, and he was in my life, Dick Burnett, I mean, all kinds of people. Why is that? And I listened. I did not like what many of them had to say. If I had not have listened to Dick Burnett, I would not be a doctor in psychology today. 
I didn't like what he said. I didn't like the way it, 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 it went it went down. I didn't like any of that. Jason Guerrero, here it is. Uh, uh, I mean, Garcia, God put him in my life to help me through it. Uh, Garnett, Sim, uh, 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 Prophet Garnett Simpson, all of these different people. Yeah, I'm name dropping. These people don't care if I mention their names. They love me and I love them. But what I'm saying is this. I've always walked in the integrity and the love and the transparency transparency, saying really how I feel about something, really what's going on with something, but first dealing with me. First dealing with me, first laughing at the adversary, first dealing with how it is and what it is that's going on in my life. I went through uh, a, a slight physical ba uh, battle uh, before uh, 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 last week or whatever it was. And one of the things that happens, it was, I was limping through it. I mean, it was like, I was tired, just tired. And I knew I didn't want to die. I wasn't ready to die, but I, I didn't want to fight the way that I would normally fight. And then I talked to Apostle Eddie. We, he called on his daily calls. And uh, uh, here it was, he was talking and he says, when are you going to fight? He says, I, I, I know you to be a fighter. When are you going to fight and take your body back or take your, oh, take your, whatever it is, your power back. And I just listened to him and finished. And I said, okay, this, this tie has been good now. Bye. So I hung up, but that Sunday morning I got up and my pain and the, the pain, not my pain, the pain and the nausea and the dizziness and all of these things going on. No, I didn't have COVID. I didn't have any of that. You know, I took the little test. One of my daughters wanted me to take the doctor, the one that's a doctor, a psychiatrist. She wanted me to take the little test, took the little test, didn't have any of those kinds of things. But I got, when, when I started to put on uh, earrings and I had not worn, I noticed that I had not worn earrings. I had not worn jewelry in a long time. It was like one of these things, what, what's the use? And all of a sudden, I just decided, I'm taking my body back. And I spoke to my body and I spoke to the demonic spirit that was trying to hold on to it. Now, I'm not going to tell you what I said, because you might say it wasn't Christian enough. <laughs> but it was enough to immediately get it back. This morning, after 5 a.m. prayer, it tried to happen. Do you know what? Once I spoke to it, immediately that sucker left. You got the Bible says to be this, to be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is seeking around whom he can devour. And I am not going to allow him to devour me. Why is that? Because I got direction from somebody. It was a correction, a correction that I believe helped to save my life a year ago. Well, it's not been a year ago, six months ago. I got in a battle and stuff and those kinds of feelings and those kinds of thoughts and all of these things and the people that died and the people that didn't and the people that went through this and went through this and went through this, all of these thoughts coming. But do you know what? The Lord told me to do something in his word. He says, I want you to take control. That's what gird up, gird up. It means like I take this thing and I gird it up. I take a hold of it, gird up your mind. And bring it into the authority. Bring it into submission to the word of God. And here it is. We allow other words that we come in submission to. 
we come in submission to feelings and emotions and 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 all of these things rather than coming into submission with the word of god and when we come into submission with the word of god everything stops every demonic thing stops and what happens is this you start to walk in victory i got strength that i didn't even realize that i needed i didn't even realize that i didn't have strength i got strength back i got I got power back. I got my voice back. I got my attitude back. Uh, in fact, some of the people on Love and Unity saying, I know you're feeling better now because you got your attitude back. Oh, you sounding better. You sound better. You know, I got all of it back and I refuse to give it up because can't nobody steal it. It would be, I gave it away. I gave my power away because I was not willing to take the, the, the instructions. I was not willing to take the directions. I was not willing to follow the pattern of what it was the need to be done to have correction in my life. Constructive correction will save you every time. All kinds of silly little things happen. We had a little incident on, on Sunday where here it was, we were doing Zoom because we have a, 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 a a service, but we also have the Zoom part of the service. And here it is. Everybody gets the opportunity to inter to interact. It's not just a one pony show or one donkey show or whatever it is. It's not any of that. It's everybody gets the opportunity to interact if they want to. But one thing was continually happening and it was just bothering me. You know how it was is uh 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 uh, Apostle Eddie, I, I, I uh, uh, interviewed him yesterday. And one of the things that happened is he was talking about uh, how Paul was going on. And this woman kept saying the same religious thing. Oh, these are the men that that uh, have the true word of God. And these were the men that did this. This was mockery. And these were the men that did that. And all of a sudden, he just got pissed off and he just put, he just told that demon to come out to stop it in Jesus' name. Well, this is the kind of thing that happens. If you are not willing to take, uh, to take, uh, uh, correction, then you need to tell that demonic thing to leave because it's holding you back. I don't care how much you understand the Bible. I don't care how much you can You can pray in tongues. I don't care how many languages you pray in tongues. I don't care how you feel, how you, whatever it is, you can't pray for anybody with that kind of heart. You can't receive from anybody with that kind of heart. You cannot do it. Why am I why am I doing this? Because I'm under this anointing that God wants to release. And I want this person free. I want them to know that they can be free. All they got to do is to choose it. All they got to do is to choose is to be tough with themselves. Get off your, get, we all need to get off our, our sorry for ourselves. Well, this happened to me. These people were mean to me. This one did this. Everybody has had that. That is a part of life. If you don't want nobody to be mean to you, leave the earth. Leave the earth. That's the only way that you're going to have it so that nobody is going to be mean to you. Because otherwise, you're going to see people in, in, in the ecclesia, in the church, outside the church, around the church, in the world, in the systems, everything. We have to realize that we got to be strong in the Lord, strong in the owner. Now, if you're strong in the fact that he owns me and the power of his might, 
not your might, not my might, because I'm 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 not even a mighty might on my own. Do you understand? On my own, I have no strength. I have no power. I have none of that. But he says, all power and authority has been given unto me. So you go in that strength. Just like Elijah. Elijah didn't have any strength and the angel came and fed him or he, 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 he ate a meal and that meal put strength on him for 40 days or whatever number of days it was. He was able to go and do what it was that he had to do. This is the food when Jesus talked about, I have food that you don't even know about. I have food that you have nothing to do with. I have food that you know nothing about. That's what has strengthened me. That's what has empowered me. That's what has given me the ability to do what it is that I need to do. And we need to learn to walk in that. And when we learn to walk in that, when we learn to live that kind of life, we live above only and never beneath. Why is that? Because our mind is fixed and set on those things that are above. I am seated in my seat. I am a seated father. I am a seated son. I am seated in him. What does that mean? That I'm settled. I am settled. I am settled on the fact and on the truth that Jesus is the Lord in my life. He is the owner of my life. Jesus is my Lord. That didn't come from no preacher having a tag or anything else. That word comes from when he became my Lord, when he became my owner, when he became my provider, when he became my healer, when he became my sustainer, when he became my wisdom and my knowledge and my understanding and my insight, he became my strength. He became, I am the righteousness of who he is. I do have his peace. I got a peace that people don't even understand. I don't understand it. So how can somebody else understand it? I got a peace that surpasses any and everything that I could understand. And then I got this joy, this place called inside called joy, because that joy gives me strength. That joy is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord, knowing that he has won every battle, knowing that I'm at the end, I'm not at the beginning, no matter where it is I am. I'm at the end of this and the beginning of this one, in the middle of this one, and I win in all parts of it. Every part of the battle I have won. Why? Because it's already done. It's already completed. It's already that I was already healed. But here I am walking around like a little dumb dumb and not accepting the fact that what God said was true. I'm looking at the facts. Well, the fact is, the fact is, well, the fact uh, I was an act and that act was what I was doing. I was acting out something that didn't look like him. What kind of preacher is that? What kind of person is that? My Lord, Jesus. It's one that's ignorance gone taking seed and going and, 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 and on their way to somewhere. But what happened was this. It didn't last long. Oh, we can fall. He says, when you fall, I'll lift you up. But I'm here to tell many of you today, some of y'all don't want to be lifted up. You want to stay in that crap. You want to stay in that poop. You want to stay in those places. Why? Because it's convenient. Uh, you know, they say in, 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 in uh, uh, secular society or whatever society, or all kinds of society, they say, oh, this person is afraid of success. 
No, they're not afraid of success. They're lazy. You know, it's not about being afraid of success. It's like, uh, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do no work. So, see, the whole thing of it is, it's not being afraid of success. It's being stingy. It's being selfish. It's being self-centered. <laughs> it's being egotistical. It's being, it's, it's, it's part of the blame people. Because if I never live up to God's expectations and God's purpose and God's vision and God's uh, uh, design that he placed on the inside of me, then I can never be responsible. Here it is. God wants to raise up billion, trillion, quadrillion, whatever numbers of uh, uh, things of people. Why is that? He wants them to learn how to live in prosperity so that they can move. Here's one of the things, one of the reasons, but live in prosperity so that they can understand how to help others. He wants them to live in riches so they can do a whole lot more for others. And all of their needs are met according to what it is that God has. They want them to be able to live off the interest. What is the interest? The interest is the love that you've sown out. Living off of ninety one percent rather than uh, rather than ninety nine. We want you to be in that position so that he can bring you into a place of Deuteronomy eight eighteen. When you've gotten all of these things, you notice that God didn't tell. Let's go to Deuteronomy eight eighteen right quick. I have a Bible here. Hallelujah. Oh, where's the one I found on this thing last night? I find things that I didn't even know I had which is a good thing. Where is my toe? Oh, nope, that's not it. Okay, looks oh here it is. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go to let's go to Deuteronomy 8. Oh, okay. 8. Okay, come on, done. Okay. Anyway, he's telling us that we have to walk in this. We have to do this a certain way, walk in these commandments. And, and remember, uh, all the way which the Lord has led you all these 40 years, all the reasons, all the times you've gone and been in the desert. And uh, he's done this to humble you. And in, in, that, in that humility, he's brought you to bring you to the root rather than um, uh, your own identity. He brought you there to uh, allow you to, to be low. To, uh, as Paul says, I've learned to be abound and I've learned to be abased, to uh, be afflicted, to allow stuff to happen, to to humble oneself, to bow down, to do all of those kinds of things. OK. Uh, so uh, to suffer hunger and uh, uh, so he could feed you so he could you could know that he was the one that's able to do this. And then he says, beware, you know, uh, verse 11, beware that you don't, for, uh, you forget not the Lord your God and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I've commanded you this day. At least when you have eaten and are full and have built goodly, the, the, this word goodly is a good word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's called, uh, it's called Tob. Okay. And what it's saying, pleasant, agreeable. Uh, uh, higher nature is talking about happy, is talking about uh, 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 the sweetness of what it is that you want cheerful. When you built a whole lot of houses, okay, when you built enough houses, you built enough 
places. You got your house, you got a, a vacation house, you got a loner house, you got houses that you can put people in. You've built uh, uh, community houses. You've done all of these things. You've helped to build a town, all of this kind of stuff. You know, Kingdom Town, USA. You've built all kinds of things, subdivisions, everything, okay? And you have built guilty houses and you've lived in those places. And when you have money in the bank and much more money than you could have ever imagined in a bank. And um, uh, you got flocks, it says fox herds, you got gold and you got silver and it's multiplied. Here it is. And, and all that you have is multiplied, not doubled, but multiplied. Okay. And then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord. You see, all of this stuff is necessary for you to go through a life and to live in a place of prosperity. Because prosperity should be the most humble place of your life. Think about that. It should be the most transparent. It should be the most humble. It should be the most uh, um, uh, my God, what's that word I'm looking for, Father? Hmm. Integrity, integrous place. It should be the place where all kinds of things that you have already walked through. It should be a place that you don't, you're not impressed with yourself and not impressed with anything that you have. Where you don't have to wear, you don't have to do, you don't have to do any of those things. When you are in, in, in that place, he says, and, and then what happens? Your heart be lifted up. Oh, look what I got. I got all this stuff. I did this and I did that. And it's because of how I know how to shandara shumba. And it's because I wrote this book. And it's because I got all this wisdom and knowledge and stuff. And because I and I and I and I. Your heart be lifted up and then you forget. It was the Lord that brought you forth. Out of your out of your disgusting life in Egypt or wherever it is that you came from, your Egypt, from the house of bondage, from your crack, from your whoring, from your prostitution, from your being a, a wealthy bigot, from your being uh, 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 prejudiced, from your being um, uh, male chauvinistic. From your being a misogynist, from your being a man hater, uh, 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 from your being a lesbian or a homosexual, from your being, uh, um, you know, a wife beater, a husband beater, because I have a lot of those husband beaters too. Um, from your being any and all of these things that you could be, he brought you out from it to bring you into him. And he says, when you've done all of this, he says, the one who led you through that great and terrible wilderness, all the fiery serpents and scorpions, all them people that were after you to kill you, to destroy you, that talked bad about you, that had viper tongues, that were scorpions, things that when you were in drought, when you didn't have enough money, when you didn't have enough place, when you didn't have anything, when you had no joy, when you had no friends, when you had nothing, who brought you forth out of the the rock uh, uh, of the flint. <laughs> he brought you out. He brought you out from that hardness. Who led you 
in the wilderness and he fed you something you didn't even know that you could have. And he did all of these things for you. And now you say in your heart, my power, my might, my authority. You know, I'm big crap. Hmm. Has gotten me all this wealth. All this kayil. All this strength. All this might. All this efficiency. Got me this army. Got me the ability. Got me the force. That's that kind of wealth. Got me all that. But you better come to your senses and remember that it's the Lord your God. It should, it should be the Lord. The Lord. Because he owns it all. The Lord your God that has given you the power to get this wealth. Why? Number one, that he may establish his covenant, not your covenant, not my covenant. That he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto our fathers. He wants to establish his covenant in the earth. And if we're so-called all these kingdom people, this is what it is that we're to be after. So that he can get us to that point. And it shall be if you do not, if you do at all forget the Lord your God and walk after other things, walk after your own flesh, walk after other gods and serve them and worship them. I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. And we're seeing it. We're seeing people that think that they're, they, they, they had all of this, that this is all what was about them. And what's happening is this, is that they're drying up. But that's not supposed to be us. You got to recognize that everything that you're going through is a training ground. And in the book of James, it says to count it all joy when you go through all of these different temptations and trials. Why is that? Because it's a testing of your faith. And then that testing of your faith is going to work everything out for you. We'll go to there and then I'll be finished. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I am so, 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 so into the fact that God has planned and he has such purpose for his people that we need to grow up. As long as you're walking in contempt and, and mockery and pride and prejudice and bigotry and, and, and arrogance and know-it-all, so many people in ministry, they don't want to be told anything, and then they, what they do is they defend everything that they've done. You see very few people that even listen to let you finish the sentence. And you say, well, prophet, you, I mean, apostle, you do that. Sometimes I do, to cut you off from cutting your own throat. Dang, dude, you're getting ready to speak and go into all your, <laughs> that voice is about to change. And it's going, not from a strong voice, but it's good. <laughs> and I'm saying, I ain't hearing this, this crap. I'm not hearing this mess. All you're going to do is talk and spew mess on yourself. And I'm not going to see that. 
I'm not going to help you to do that. Well, you won't even let me finish my conversation because it ain't no conversation. I heard this whining before. You, you want me, okay, why are you telling me all this? Because you want me to agree with you? You want me to agree with you? My daughter and I kind of have a pack, uh, pack uh, Lonzine and I, Pastor Lonzine and I. And I can start, and I can start to want, uh, uh, Mommy, you want me to agree with you on this? Is this something you're calling me to agree? She's not disrespectful. <laughs> but it, <laughs> in her own little cupid type way, uh, little cynical way, sweet way, she uh, 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 does that before then. And, 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 and when it happens to me, uh, I hate to say, I, I hate to, I, I just start to laugh. And I say, you're right. Thank you. You know, goodbye. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not ending this way. We need to talk. Lonzie, we've talked enough. I got it. 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 Okay, I got it. I'm good now. Thank you. And thank you so much. And I do the same thing for her. Why is that? We're submitted one to another. I'm her apostle. She's my pastor. But I'm also her mother and she's my daughter. See? And she let me know something the other day. She says, one of the things that I found out was this. She says, you know, I had to get over something. I had to get over a fear. I think this is the way she put it. If not, she'll correct it on her program. Um, she says that <clears throat> uh, I remembered all the promises and I remember the prophecies that had come over your life. And I had to deal with something in me because I didn't want to have it that every time I called you and you didn't answer the phone that I'm thinking, OK, God, what's going on with my mother? What's going on with my mother? What's going on with my mother? She says, I settled it. I know you'll have long life. So I'm not concerned about it anymore. And so then we started to fight together from another a, another dimension. Say, why is that? Because she has grown there. I told her one night, uh, one day, I think it was even in a public service. I says, you're immature in da -da 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 -da, whatever area it was. And she took it. It was about prayer or something. Why did she take that correction? Well, why did you tell her publicly? Because she was praying publicly. And it did not offend her. And it did not embarrass her. Because we had astounding love and more than enough ministries. One of the things that God says, I'm raising up a people that will never be offended and never be embarrassed. And that's who we are. No, I don't want to talk bad to them and they don't want to talk bad to me. But if I had not built up a people like that, then let it be known. Now listen to this uh, about the transparency of who we are. This, this, this child of mine would not have been able to say what they have been going through. And they said this publicly in our service because the love is so great that the whole thing of it is, is that it, it, was, it was known that it was a cry of help. Whether he was, whether that child of mine was uh, smart enough or 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 or, or 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 too dumb to realize that it was a call of help, but that's what it was. I don't know one way or the other. It really doesn't matter. 
was a cry of help. Can you imagine the love that's in this body that we're in? That a, a, a person can say that to their apostle? And, and the apostle is not offended or angry that they take it as a cry of help? Oh, no. We're building, we're kingdom builders, kingdom of God builders. Here it is, my brother, and count it all joy. Count it all, um, all joy, all gladness. When you fall into, when you fall into different trials and temptations, divers, different kinds. Why? Knowing that it's the trying of your faith. It's trying your faith to see if you have the faith of God or if you have man-made faith. And that faith is going to work, work patience, but let it have, let it have perfect work. Why? So that you may be per perfect, so that you may be perfected. Let it have the finished work. It's about the finished work. Hallelujah. So that you can be full age. It's teleos. Brought to the end, brought to the finish, wanting nothing necessary to completion, being perfect, being, being full grown, being a weos, an adult of full age and maturity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what patience does. And you gotta have patience with people. It does, it, 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 it helps me to mature in the, in the ascension gift that I'm in now. I wasn't always in this gift that's going through. It helps me to mature. It helps them to mature. It helps us to mature because we know what kind of thing we're going out there after. And this is the reason that young people co uh, come unto me because why? Because I'm real. I don't have time for, I, I, I don't have time for pretense. It's hard to pretend. I mean, it's hard. It is hard. But it's easy to be me. I had, I had a brother to, to, uh, I'll read you this text and then I'm just, and then I'm, I'm really just about finished. I, I got this text today. Um, actually, I, he don't care if I mention his name from Apostle Michael Fram. And he says, I just, and I, I went to tears when I saw this. I just love how real, and he put, it was a capital R, real you are. Thank you for being, thank you for being dash, 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 unashamed. And my text back to him was living who you are makes life easier. It makes it simple. Why is that? Because I don't have to be worried about all them faces. This one is enough to make up. You know what I'm saying? It's enough to put the eyelash stuff on and the eyebrow stuff and do the hair and make sure that it, well, I don't, I don't worry about it. Most, I don't think about it most of the time, but this face is the only one I got. And what you see is what you get. That's why the name of this program is tell it like it really is. I ain't got time for unreally stuff. So I want you to understand that this ministry is here to assist you, to help you in any way possible. Not to embarrass you ever, not to front you off ever, but to help you to grow up so that you're not a wimp, so that you're not walking like a weak, wimpy thing, you know? 
so that whatever comes at you, you got you 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 got a place. You got Jesus. You got you you got the Word of God. You can you're skillfully you're you're skillfully you're skillful in the things of God, so that you can cut them suckers up, cut those demonic things up, and 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 uh, uh, get rid of them. You don't even want to eat them. This is a you will do it. I'm, I was Baptist, so we have four, five, six closes. And my, and my brother Steve Yeager, he has he 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 closes a lot of times too. I gotta tell him about himself. Anyway, I just want you to know that you will do it. I have faith. I have the God's faith for you in you. And if you've listened to this, I know you don't want to wimp out on your purpose. I need you to be all that you are. And you need me to be all that I am. So that you will know who God made you to be. And you will be able to explode on the scene in that way. And if there's anything that we can help you to do, we will do it. Whatever God allows us to do, we will do it. And so... If there's any questions about anything that I've ministered on today, please write them, write us questions and put it on the website and we will answer them on another program. My daughter will see to that. Uh, we're going to have this book, the spirit of the fear, the spirit of the fear of the Lord coming out soon. Um, you know, I, I, I love you. Jesus loves you. And uh, like I used to tell my son when he was in prison, I, you know what, Juanito, what? I oh, I, you know what, Juanito, it got to a place that I say, you know what, Juanito? Yeah, 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 I know. You love me. Jesus loved me. And you're proud of me. How are you going to be proud of me? I'm sitting in prison. And I would just repeat it. I love you. Jesus loves you. And I am so proud of you. I'm so glad you're my son. They never ever be so ashamed of anything that you've done or anything that's been done in your family that you can't be real. Jesus has washed away. If I told you, when I, as I'm writing my memoirs, whoo, Jesus, as I'm writing, And my kids are helping me so that we can keep on track. Because they got things that they remember that I don't. Right? The memory just left. <laughs> they just passed out. They just, you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm going to get off of that. Anyway, let, no, let nobody put you to shame. Let nothing shame you. Let nothing put you to sorrow. You live the life that God has given you. And I will be back next week. When it's the tell it like it really is. Again, this is Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker. And I'll see you again. Bye-bye.